Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I'm here with the awesome Crystal King. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's been a day, hasn't it? It's Monday that we're recording. Yeah, it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as, we, as I joke in my nine to five, it was the Mondayest Monday of the year. Yep. That's it was a it. Monday. Today was like my first day going into work in like a month because I've been touring, so... <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what this feels like again. Oh, that must be quite a change to go from one to the other like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of wacky, but, you know, it's a good, good situation. Oh, keeps you on your toes for sure, right? Oh, yes. Yes. My schedule is different every day. <laughs> so we like to start off with the most difficult question ever. Who oh, is yes. Crystal King? Who is Crystal King? I don't know. She's just some redneck from Hickory. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I am from Hickory, North Carolina, and I'm a country singer and songwriter. Um, And I live out in Nashville, Tennessee now with my husband and my dog. Wonderful. What kind of dog? Because we love dogs. We have to know. Yes. He's a Labradoodle. He's the cutest and the sweetest. His name's Bowberry Biscuit. Cute name. And he, I even made merchandise after him. I'm that obsessed. So just start a whole line of him, you know? Oh yeah. We've got stickers so far and there's a, there's going to be a shirt too. Oh, that's so cool. So I know you just had a recent release on Valentine's Day. You want to tell everyone about that? Yes. So um, earlier in January, I released a song called Rhinestone Ring, which was about a honky tonk wedding. Um, and then on Valentine's Day, I took that song and added it with two more songs to make a three song EP called Honky Tonk Love Songs. Um, so all three songs are very like 90s country-esque. Um, a lot of, you know, just honky tonk chicken picking guitar. Um, one song's about a honky tonk wedding. One is about like a traveling musician and it's called Cowboys and Whiskey. And um, the other one's written about my first year of marriage. It's called You're the Reason That I Drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So I'm, I'm guessing that's where the idea came from, the first year of marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my husband would sit down after like I'd done or said something and he'd just be like, he'd sit in the recliner and just be like, Crystal, you know, you're the reason I drink, right? Like he was just like, you stress me out. Um, and one day I just was like, you know, that'd make a good song. And me and him just started joking with lines, wrote the song, had no intention of releasing it. It was l- literally just a joke. Um, played it out one time at like a singer-songwriter stage back home and everybody loved it. So I just kept singing it out. And eventually I was like, well, I guess I have to release this one at some point now. It's a great song. I'm glad you released it. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> And great inspiration. Thank you to the husband for the great inspiration. He's always like, if we get a divorce, I get, I do get half songwriting and royalties on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
So, no, I also loved Rhinestone Rain. What was the thought behind that? Obviously, the honky-tonk wedding, I get that. But where did that idea come from? I'm trying to even remember. I had written that down in a notebook. You know, as a songwriter, you keep, like, this giant notebook of all ideas that you hear or see. Um, And I think I was just talking with somebody about rhinestones. And I was like, you know, that'd be kind of a cool idea to have, like, a ring, um, and so I, I'm kind of made that hook and then kind of came up with the idea of, um, of just this bar wedding. And I took it to my friend, Stephanie Joyce, and it was our first ride together, but we just had so much fun just tossing around ideas and coming up with this one. Um, it was just, she was kind of the perfect person to write it with. Cause she kind of gets my old honky tonk sound side, um, but yeah, she threw out like the line, like the drunk guy selling roses down on lower broad. And, I, you know, and the other day I was on lower broad and there was literally some man selling roses. Um, so it was all stuff that you would see downtown in Nashville, like the bachelorette parties. Um, everybody's wearing their crowns and their sashes. And you just see so many funny things down there. Um, so I just thought it was a cool, cool concept. Definitely. I love that. It was, it was a good concept for sure. And I, you know, can't beat the, the beat and the melody and everything. You're just like, you just can't help but enjoy the song because it is just, yeah. Yes. I, I think we're going to try to make a music video in the future. That's, that's kind of on the docket. I think a line dance theme would be really cool. That would be awesome. And then maybe some images of Broadway, you know, like the guy selling roses. That would be perfect. The song just like writes the video itself. absolutely there's so much imagery in it it's beautiful thank you so who are some of the women how did you well how did you decide to get started in music was it something that you always like I have to do this this is my dream yes yes um exactly like I my mom always tells me that when I was like three years old or so I heard a country song on the radio and like made her stop and then that's like all I wanted to listen to after that like nobody Nobody made me listen to country. It wasn't just like, oh, you grew up listening to this. This is what my parents listened to. I was kind of the one who decided that I loved country music. And then that's what I wanted to, what I wanted to listen to. And, you know, I don't, that's the first thing I remember wanting to be when I grew up was a country singer um, and would like dance and jump on my bed to Shania Twain with my mom's like toy guitar. Um, And then eventually you know, my parents kind of realized that I was like actually interested in that. So finally we got, you know, guitar, guitar lessons. Um, and I started writing and kind of took off from there. And I even, I kind of even bought it for a little bit. I went to college and, you know, I just didn't really know how to pursue music. So I just didn't, I just went to college and was going to get a job. Um, and about a year into the job, I was like, you know what, I still really want to do this. So we moved, we moved to Nashville. That's awesome. And I'm glad you moved to Nashville, you know, because I'm doing music. Yeah, that's the best decision I made. I think it was just that, that good, like, kick in the butt to get me, like, going. Um, and to realize, like, nobody really knows what we're doing. We just kind of make it up as we go along. But you have to, like, actually go do it and jump in. Absolutely. And, you know, everything happens, I think, at the right time for you. And some people are just, you know, they're like 18, they moved to Nashville. Some people do it later. It, like, I think it all depends. It's the right time for you and when you want to do yeah. it and what, and what you want to do, you know, and just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? 
Oh, as far as artists or just women in my life? Both. Both. Okay. So artist wise, I think Shania Twain was one of the first ones. Um, also, um, the Dixie Chicks. I always loved their just their sound and their their storytelling lyrics. You know, I used to sing Goodbye Earl on the playground in kindergarten. Um, and <laughs> um, see, Sugarland was also a big one. Um, whenever they first came out, I got to see them at a local fairground and meet them. Um, and I think that was kind of a huge deal for me too, just finally getting to like see a few of the stars. Um, you know, in person and really get to kind of watch them do what they do. Um, as far as people in my life, um, my mom, for sure. Um, she has supported us since day one. She's kind of the dreamer. Um, you know, she, she's always kind of had that dreamy head as well. So I think she just understood that part of me and always wanted me to go for it. Um, so she'd definitely be a big person to give a shout out to for that. Beautiful. Great artist choices there too, for sure. Thank you. I could, I could only imagine you singing goodbye Earl as a five-year-old from the playground like that. That just cracks me up there. Oh yeah. I have a teacher that still like comments on my photos these days. And it's like, I remember when you were little and <laughs> singing that song. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> oh, so are you ready for 20 crazy questions? Oh, I hope so. Let's see. All right. What you got? Most of them do not have right or wrong answers. There may be one. Okay. Of course, that depends if you want to be an accessory to murder or not, but you know, it's okay that way. <laughs> I do have a song about murdering my husband. So. <laughs> oh, okay. We won't murder him just in case, you know, anybody else is fair game, but you know. <laughs> All right. Oh, so what was the last thing you read? Um, well, I've been reading this book that my pastor wrote called Letters from Lucifer. Um, so that's probably the last little thing I wrote. I know it doesn't sound like a Christian book, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds interesting. That's for sure. The title. Yes. So hypothetically, if I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Um, well, my dad sent me a meme the other day that said, if you're going to bury a body, you want to plant endangered plants on top of it, because then it's illegal for them to dig it up. Oh, perfect. I love it. <laughs> so oh. It's probably really specific, but that are oh. the pigs. Oh, good options. Both are good options. I like them. <laughs> oh, what's the best or the top two concerts you've ever been to? Mm, the Sugarland one at the fairgrounds. Um, that one, that one was definitely really cool. They put on a great show. She sounded just as amazing as on, like on the stage as she did in recording. Um, it was also really cool because they had kind of just made their big break, but they still came to our like little small town fair, which was really neat. Um, this one's also just a good memory. My first like big arena concert was Kenny Chesney and Uncle Cracker. And I went with my big sister because she um, was going with her friends. So my parents sent little sister along to make sure she behaved. 
Um, and so I think that one's just kind of a fun memory because it's something I shared with my sister. That's really awesome. And it's always good when they send a little sister, you get to go then, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. What's one thing you would do when you win the lottery? Well, this is really boring, but I would probably pay off my student loans in my house first. (laughs) But But I think that's realistic. (laughs) I'd record a massive album and pay for all the promo. (laughs) Oh, perfect. And no, you're not the first person to be boring and say that. I, I'd say the same thing too. Just pay off all my debt. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just pay off the mortgage. You know, we don't care. Yeah. We're simple people like that. You know. <laughs> uh, what's one thing on your bucket list? Ooh, well, singing on like the Grand Old Opry or the Ryman would probably be like my, my musical bucket list. Um, and I, you know, I'll give the normal answer to, I think skydiving is something I'm terrified of, but I feel like I need to do it in my lifetime. Oh, that's great. Per- jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Yes. 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 Bungee jumping. No, I have no desire to bungee jump and fall head first though. That is not, not one. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on both those. So, <laughs> oh, so what job would you be terrible at? housekeeper <laughs> oh be a very good stay-at-home mom I'm a, my husband calls me a tornado because he's like you can see your path of where you've been in the house <laughs> oh what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse Ooh, um I'd like to say I'm a prepper, but I probably would just run for my life. I don't really. (laughs) I'd probably be a zombie within the first 20 minutes. So, (laughs) Okay. Mental note to self. Do not come to find you. Got it. (laughs) There's no saving you now. Nope. I'm just going to become a zombie. I don't want to run all the time. Just going to become one of them. Oh, so tell us, what album or artist or artists should we listen to before we die? Alan Jackson. He's my, my hero. Um, I love the um, Mr. Misunderstood album by Eric Church. That's a top one. And oh my gosh, there's so many. But the, I'm going to go with those two for right now. They're great choices. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Ooh, ooh. Or who would you want to play you? Who would I want to play me? I don't know. I'm going to go with like Emma Stone. Ooh. Because she's kind of got the freckles and she's actually, she's my pastor's niece. So that would just be kind of cool. Would be cool. So this is a very prolific question. Where's Waldo? (laughs) Probably somewhere underneath all the junk in my car. (laughs) So we found Waldo. He's in your car. That's perfect. Under some sound equipment. (laughs) Would you rather cook or order in? Order in. Using the shower. Say that again. Do you sing in the shower? Yes. 
Boots or heels? Boots. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Chocolate. Ooh, yes. With more chocolate. I love it. You're welcome to visit anytime, as long as you bring chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Well, like the old guilty pleasure would probably be like Hanson or the, what's that one song by Celine Dion? The baby, baby, baby. That one. (laughs) But that one by Celine Dion. (laughs) We'll think of the title as we're doing something else. We're like, hey, that's the title. (laughs) Oh, it's all coming back to me now. That was the title. It's all coming back to me now. There we go. That's it. That was perfect. Oh, and it is all coming yes. back to me now. <laughs> oh, what is the worst pizza topping? Um, I don't, I wouldn't do like sardines, but anything else is a go. Perfect. If you could be any person or any position, like a CEO, an accountant, a doctor, who or what would you want to be for the day? I want, to I want to be Gibbs on NCIS. I love like forensic or like psychology things. Um, love crime shows. My husband makes me like sleep to NCIS every night. <laughs> um, so <laughs> probably Gibbs. I think he just seems like a, a cool dude. Oh, that's awesome. I have to say, for as far as shows go, are we've been on this uh, Ozarks kick. We just started watching the Ozarks. Like nice. totally like, I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. I've learned so much about drugs. Even more so than Breaking Bad, right? I watched Breaking Bad. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of Ozark. So. Yeah. yeah. Once you get into it, it can get really good. It's, it has that high uh, energy like Breaking, Breaking Bad and just a little different concept. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> are you good at keeping secrets? Yes. You hesitated, like really so I won't tell you one? <laughs> No, I, I can tell I can keep a secret. Oh, okay, but I'm not telling you on here because obviously it's recorded. So that would be just bad. Yeah, bad decision. At what age did you become an adult? <laughs> never. <laughs> we I never have to grow up. Not grow up but <laughs> oh, I love it. Let's always have Peter Pan syndrome. If you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Like, I would want to win one for, like, volleyball because that's my favorite sport. I think that one's really fun. It's probably not what I would win it in. I would probably win it in, like, shock put or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to say volleyball. Well, I'll join you for volleyball. (laughs) It's a great sport. Oh, so tell us, what do you have going on for the rest of 2022? Do you have some, obviously, more songwriting, maybe uh, an album release? Yes. So all of the above will definitely be songwriting. I'm touring some more, going on the road some more with Kirsty Crafts to Florida. Um, we have a trip planned to North Carolina. And me and Taylor Hughes, I think, are going to try to coordinate one to Rhode Island. Wonderful. Um, and... Um, as far as new music goes, I'm hoping to make a music video as my next like big project. 
And um, I'm currently working on a seven song album called House Fire. So hopefully it'll be ready in time to release a couple of songs in 2022, but it's still a work in progress. Wonderful. Well, I know I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yes, me as well. I'm so excited. And if you all haven't checked out um, the latest three songs that were released, make sure you go to uh, Crystal's website and check it out and make sure you follow all of her socials. That way you can be up to date with her wherever she's going to be touring at and playing. And so. Thank you. Yes, please check those out. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. Appreciate it. And Tigger, so- Tigger's been passing out. Hi, Tigger. Oh, hi, Tigger says hi. <laughs> hi, Tigger. She's like, I wanted to say hi. I'm the their co-host. I'm the silent co-host back here. I love it. She's so pretty. Like, <laughs> oh. mommy. Okay. So anyway, thank you for visiting Tigger. <laughs> and thank you all for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.